Thank you for listening to WNLA's Sermon of the Week. Visit our website at wnla.church for ways to partner with us and to connect with our ministries. Here is this week's sermon. We started a series last week about our identity called Can I See Some ID? Um, have anybody ever had somebody impersonate you online? Come on, you had that email or the Facebook. Hey, I just got a friend request from you. Did you create a new profile? Am I the only one? Hands high, please. Thank you. I don't feel so alone. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. When you know it's not them. So let's say, Aaron, I get a friend request. I'm already friends with him. Here's what you do. They'll always, they're, they're trying to sell you something or get you to click on something like, hey, have you, uh, have you heard of this really good news about your finances? You just say, yes, and how is your foot fungus doing? <laughs> I, I hear you've got some, you know, problems. A- anyway, then you report, you report them to the Facebook police and keep them on the line. Be like, yeah, oh, how's your, how's your brother? You know, and they're going to keep, they keep going back to, you keep them in line until they get spammed. And you can spam the spammers. I just got an amen for that one. All right. That's not my point. We're talking. Welcome home, Pastor Sagai. I just saw him. For the, I look forward to hearing about Ethiopia. Sorry. That was just my aside living room moment there. That was fun. Uh, this series is because we have a huge problem with identity theft. And I'm not talking about Facebook. I'm not talking about credit card scam. I'm talking about the enemy of our souls trying to speak identities and life things over you in each one of us and steal what God has actually said about you. And we are going to confront this head on because if you, you feel, you have an innate desire to find out the, the answer to the question, who am I? But if you search that answer outside of Jesus, outside of the word of God, you are going to find nonsense. But what the Bible says about you, trust me, is so much better than what you think about yourself. And if you honestly and truly lean into what the word says about you, you will not only find yourself, you will find the great and mighty things that you would never know on the outside. So that's our purpose. That's what we've been leaning into, started last week. Um, Now I have to say this as a preface, the things the Bible says about you, now they're only true if you find Jesus. Okay, you're not the righteousness of God until you come to Christ Jesus and receive the forgiveness of your sins. It's, that's, that's the 101. You don't get around the gate. You have to go through, the G, through Jesus Christ. You need a Savior. You need salvation. Can you say amen to that? But if you're here today and you've accepted Jesus, what I'm about to tell you is 100% true. It's truer than any good news that you could come up with. Now, initially today, it's not going to sound like good news. I promise you, it's always good news. I promise you. But your sinful nature and your flesh are going to initially shriek shriek at what I'm about to tell you about yourself. And you're going to want to kick back on it a little bit. So I'm prepping you in advance. So if you sense that inside yourself when I tell you this, you'll know where it's coming from. But trust me, this is good news. And it's better news than you understand. It's better news than you believe. It's better news than the world has been telling you. We're going to lean into something about yourself, your identity, 
what the Bible says about you. And here it is. You are a sheep. You are a sheep. Everybody say, Okay? You're a sheep. Now, here's the thing. This is why when you say that, like we... We, we use the term sheep to shame people nowadays. We're like a sheep, just a, just a follower. Like, here's why. Because sheep, we view as dumb, defenseless. They, they, they get scared and they fall over. And they're, fo- and they're followers. And those are true about sheep. But this is what the Bible says that you are. In fact, the Bible talks about sheep more than any other animal over 500 times, very often calling you the sheep. Very often, Jesus would, would, he would tell stories that you're the sheep, and here's what you need to do. So being a sheep is actually a good thing. It's actually a good thing. It's actually a good thing. You are called to be a follower by nature first and foremost. And here's what, shri- here's what rises up inside me, because I'm like, no! I'm a leader. I am a strong, independent woman that don't need no man. <laughs> right? Or, <laughs> thank you, Tanner. <laughs> Listen, this is, this is what we want. I want to be strong. I want to be independent. I want to be an entrepreneur. I, I, I don't want to have to need anybody. I, I want to be self-made. Listen, all of these things, th- many of those things anyway, strong, independent, entrepreneur, they're noble. They are good things. But if that's your goal, you will find the exact opposite. If my goal is to be strong and independent, if I don't first and foremost become the greatest follower, I'll be the worst strong and independent person. You are called to be a follower of Jesus. Follow the good shepherd. But our sinful nature says, no, I'm going to be strong. I mean, listen, and you can lead people by being a strong person, but, but you will lead them into your own garbage if you're not the greatest follower. We want to be the goat, the greatest of all time, right? If you don't know what that means, goat, greatest of all time. Tom Brady is the, the goat, the greatest of all time. Football, not Russell Wilson. <laughs> Sorry, that was an aside. We want to be the goat. Our sinful nature wants to be the goat. And Jesus says, you're a sheep. You're a follower. All the things that your, your goat self wants can only be truly fulfilled if I'm the best follower. If I'm a sheep. Again, I, I, I feel like our sinful natures, our flesh are kind of rising up a little bit against this. Because the world wants you, oh, you're, you're the greatest. Like, here, how do I psych myself up? I'm that star up in the sky. I'm that mountain peak up high. All right, now I'm the greatest. Who's the greatest of all time? Not you. <laughs> there is the greatest of all time. In fact, Scripture talks about when Jesus is talking about the, the last judgment, he separates the sheep from the goats at the end. The sheep come to his right hand. The goats, the people who are running after what they think is the best and what's the most important for them, and they don't follow the shepherd. They get sent to the left. You are called to be the greatest follower of all time. 
Alexander the Great said this, I'm not afraid of an army of lions led by a sheep. I'm afraid of an army of sheep led by a lion. You are called to be a follower. You are the created, not the creator. But when you follow the creator as the created, he leads you to the path of righteousness. He leads you to the significance you've been running after your whole life and yet haven't found because you haven't followed. You've been trying to be the goat when you're called to be the sheep. The most effective leaders on planet Earth that will lead people to the right places are the greatest followers. Yes, I can lead people outside of Jesus, but I'm going to lead them the best I can to wherever I want to go. And that usually ends up in garbage. But if I'm the greatest follower, the Lord will use me to lead other people to his path of righteousness, to his green pastures, to his still waters, not yours. Everybody say, I am a follower. This is your identity, right? We're always trying to find our identity in all sorts of things. The Bible says you are a sheep. I want to show you where it's found so you don't just take my word for it. In fact, I skipped over it. But Psalm 100 verse 3 says this. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. There is a God. You're not him. I'll say it to this side. There is a God. You're not him. You are his creation. You are beloved. You are, you are, you are desperately loved. But you are the creation to follow the creator. You are the sheep of his pasture. Stop being a goat. Be a sheep. In fact, I want to go into this one more time. I want to read all of Psalm 100 for you. Because you've, you've heard this before. We are the sheep of his pasture. I want to read you the whole chapter. But I want you to see it in context. I believe this will open up some, some eyes for you. It's not a long chapter, so calm down. Psalm 100 says this. This is a great psalm, by the way. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Oh, this is nice and joyful. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Doesn't stop there. Enter the gate. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Who's heard the song? Um, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. All right. I enter his courts with praise. Awesome. It's true. But did you know that verse, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise, is in context talking about you as a sheep? It doesn't sit by itself in scripture. It's answering to the rest of that chapter. We are the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. There's a revelation here for you. Now we love the pasture. He leads us on, like imagine you're a sheep, if you will. And you're frolicking through a pasture filled with 
all sorts of flowers and wonderful clovers, and you're like, a blue flower. Oh, no, 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 no. That's good. A yellow one? I've never tried a yellow flower. Bah! Mmm, gross. Let me try the clover. And, and just having a great time. The Lord leads us to the, pa- to, the, to the green pastures. We're the sheep. There's also times where he says, time to come in. Come in through the gate. Come in to the court. Now, that word court literally translates enclosure. Come into the enclosure. We'll come back to the pasture tomorrow. Now, the sheep has learned a lesson to trust the shepherd. The goat says, no, I want to eat more blue flowers. Don't you know the blue flowers are the best flowers? And the shepherd's like, come on in. Come on in. Come on in. And the goat says, no. And the sheep say, okay, I don't get it because mm, the blue flowers are good. And I'm walking away from blue flowers right now to go back into the enclosure because the shepherd's calling me through the gate into the courts. But I trust you. Now look at me. The green pastures are only safe for the sheep when the shepherd's there. Listen carefully. There is just as much abundance in the court as the green pasture that you're refusing to leave. The issue is the shepherd is calling you out. He knows things that you don't about about the the green pasture. Oh, it's getting dark. It's time to come in. What happens at dark in, in the pasture when the sheep's out there all by itself? Rocky Raccoon comes in, and if Andy's not up there overlooking the whole thing, the wolves come out. The shepherd is calling you somewhere. We have to understand you're not the goat, you're the sheep. Some of us, like, we get so stuck on the green pasture, and he's got a better pasture that he's going to take you to tomorrow. He's got all the food you need in the courts. And, and, And the sheep... A goat would say, no, I will not because I do not trust. And so for some of you, the greatest praise that you can give is when you know the Lord is called, like he's moving you, he's called you, now come through the gates. And you're like, I don't want to, I want to stay here, but I will because I trust you. That's thanksgiving. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. The best thanksgiving you can give is when you don't understand. Lord, thank you. I don't understand why this is going on right now. I don't understand why my, my life is transitioning into a different season right now, but I'm, gonna, I'm going to follow you and be, I'm going to thank you. I'm not going to be the goat that demands I'm going to sit here next to my blue flower and you're not going to take it away from me. The shepherd's like, trust me, I got better flowers. I got red flowers. But you won't get those till tomorrow unless you come with me. I will enter back through the gate. Now here's the cool thing. You'll go to Israel with me sometime. We'll take you to this Nazareth village. And they tell us this story. I got a picture that will kind of help, help us see it. If you throw that up for me. The shepherd would usher Often it was into a cave. Like that's, and they'd take, get the sheep into the cave. And they would lay down and be the gatekeeper. They would just lay there and sleep in front of the entrance. Jesus says, I am the gate. 
Why is he doing He's there to protect you. He's there to keep you safe. The sheep need to oh, trust the good shepherd. In his courts, there's all sorts of things, fullness of joy. He's not going to let you starve in his courts. They're good places. The sheep believe that the green pasture is just one of the many wonderful things that the Lord has for them. You are, by nature, called to be a follower. How did Jesus call all of his disciples? He says, come, follow me. And if they weren't willing to throw their net down, they didn't follow. But those 12, the ones that said yes, dropped their nets. They dropped their, their tax pencil, their calculators. And they followed. You are called first and foremost. You want to know who you are? I don't know who I am. Follow. You're a follower. That doesn't mean you're not an, a powerful leader or a dynamic influencer. Like, but you're only going to be those things if you follow and trust no matter where he's leading you. And you're like, okay. And I will praise and I will thank you all the way through amen don't be found in the field without the shepherd if he's calling you and he's moving you in these transition don't sit there and dig your heels in by the blue flower when there's so many more flowers he has in store for you do you trust that he's good that's the heart of thanksgiving this this thursday's thanksgiving a trusting that you are good I trust you. I don't get this, but I trust you. And I will be thankful to you. That's what ushers you into his courts. I will be thankful to you. Even though this season, oh, I don't, oh, I don't like it. Trust me. Come, sit down. I'm the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. Nobody's going to get you lest they come through me. And nobody, nobody's going to take down Jesus. Don't be found in the field without the shepherd and who was the greatest <laughs> if you're still reeling at being called a sheep just know you're in good company jesus the lamb of the world the lamb of god worthy is the lamb that was slain he led the way he is the example there's oh it's a godly thing you're in good company don't be the goat follow jesus christ yet battle internally that you're fighting for significance and influence and and like my life is worse like that's the enemy trying to tell you you're nothing you you, you this blue flower is all you, the best you'll ever get and so you get you idol the blue the blue flower becomes an idol i gotta have the blue flower let's build a church to the blue flower and the lord's like throw that blue flower in the garbage that's a trinket it was just a snack that I was let you eat on the way to the full meal. Keep following the shepherd. You haven't arrived at the best of your life yet. He's leading you. He's, leading. He's taking you somewhere. Maybe you just need to hear that. You are going somewhere if you follow him. When you sit and pout by the blue flower, you're going nowhere fast. And you just pray to whatever comes out in the dark. But if you follow the shepherd... In the good times and the bad times, blessed be the name when I'm found in the desert place. Oh, blessed be your name. I will say that. That's, that's saying, okay, what is that? That's, ah, I'll follow. Because I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. One of my favorite benefits 
about being a sheep. Like, I had to be so disciplined here. You should be proud of me. Go ahead, be proud of me. <laughs> Stop. You already are. All right. No, the Bible talks about sheep, like I said, over 500 times. So imagine me wanting to sham all 500 into a sermon. If you want to stick around after, we can do that. So, so I'm being very disciplined. But one of my favorite things about being a sheep, about being a follower, is, is a promise. As a sheep, you have the unique God-given gift to hear from God. You have, do you believe that? John 10, 27, my sheep know my voice. I know them, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one shall snatch them out of my hand. You have the ability to hear the voice of God. Now I want to show you this video. We're going to try it again. Um, I want to set this up for you to give my sound team enough time to get the buttons pressed, Spotify turned off, and all of that. Also, if you're watching online, you will be muted right now for the next minute and a half. Um, but just enjoy the video anyway. Um, but you will not be muted in here, so benefits are showing up in person sometimes. That was not a dig, Connor. So watch this video. It's a, shep it's, it's a shepherd calling his sheep. And I think I played it before, but it's good. Let's go. You've been given a gift. When you say yes to Jesus, you know the shepherd's voice. Yeah, but I, and I'm telling you, my years as being a pastor, I've heard so many of you, I don't know if I've ever heard from God. How do I know if I'm hearing from God? I promise you, you've heard from God. And not only that, he speaks all the time. How can I promise you that? Because the Bible tells us that nobody can come to the Father unless he calls them. Now listen to me. What that means is, if you've said yes to Jesus, you've heard God's voice. 
And if you want to practice hearing from God, go back to your testimony of salvation. Revisit it and remind yourself what his voice sounded like. Because you didn't just come to a brilliant observation one day and say, oh, I'll become a Christian. You heard the voice of God. Call your heart. I need you. That's the voice of God. Now, I've never heard the audible voice of God. I've met people who have. But he's called, he talks to my heart. You, I know his voice. You know his voice. You're a sheep. He'll call you. And if you'll trust him and learn to trust him, you know his voice. You, I promise you, you know his voice. I want to tell you a, a kind of a fun story. We got to go to uh, state volleyball this, this week. I didn't play, so. But uh, my wife and my youngest, we went to go watch Chile. Of course, I uh, play state volleyball in Tacoma. In that other place, Yakima. I try to forget Yakima once I leave it. No, but we're, we, we're, we, have a, we had a few hours to kill before the, the game began. And so what do you do to kill time? You go to Costco. You do. It's the greatest place. We didn't buy anything, but we spent a good two hours in Costco. Wandering the aisles, looking at the Christmas stuff, techno oh, reading the Guinness Book of World Records. It's a beautiful place to be. The toys are out right now, Christmas trees. You can't ask for a better place. So we're just killing time. And I'm, I was following Emma down the toy aisle, and we're looking at this, uh, this toy. And, um, and this, this, this lady, an older lady, walks by. She puts her hand on my back, and she says, you're a good man. And just walked off. Now that could have been anybody doing anything, but like my heart just was like, whoa. I felt the voice of God on it. Like what on earth? Like, like it, I, I felt like it was the Lord speaking to me, even though it was this random, random lady. And she just took off when she was gone. And I'm, I'm like finding myself talking to the Lord. I'm like, I'm not, like nobody's good but you is what the Bible, like. And I just felt the Lord say, yeah, but you're my kid and I love you. And I'm like, oh. And so I, I'm just, I'm, I'm in this weird space wandering around Costco, and I, at, we got in the car, and I'm like, did you guys hear what that lady said to me, to Emma and, and Stephanie? I told her, and Emma's like, maybe it was an angel, uh, it, because I, I uh, told her the story. Anyway, years ago, I got in a car accident, and this old lady came and gave me a hug and said, do you just trust Jesus? And, and she had no way of getting in or out, but she drove through a dirty old station wagon and got in. I believe it could have been an angel. But this, so Emma said that, and I'm like, I don't, maybe, I don't know. Um, and, but I, and then I'm trying to kind of poo-poo it a little bit, because I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's, that's unique, that's interesting. Okay, thank you, Lord, for that. Um, so we, then we drove to the Sun Dome, and we went to the ticket line. We bought three tickets, and uh, the lady's handing them to us. She's like, uh, this is for you. Uh, this is for, for you, giving one to Emma. And then she looks at me, and she says, here you go, good man. And it was like, and Stephanie's like, I think the Lord's saying something to you. Like, I, I, I shared this story because, like, you know the voice of God. You know, you know it. He confirms who you are. He speaks life. He's the one who called you to salvation. It's life. It's like breathing again. You know his voice. Be a sheep. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And here's the thing, you who are, I got to do something big with my life. I have to do something significant with my life. Well, I'll tell you, I don't know if this, this lady could have been an angel. She could have just been a random lady who was being obedient to what she felt the Lord's put in her heart. 
when she, she spoke the very word of God to my life. And that was significant. Whether she'll ever know it or not. She never will. Unless she was an angel. Unless she knows. But what I'm saying, like when I partner with the voice of God, it's something simple. Maybe I don't get to see the, the mansion on this, but it is significant. It is profound. Your life all of a sudden matters because it's not you, it's the good shepherd, and you're just following him. Through the big things, the small things, the text, the phone call, the apology, like you're listening to the voice of God, and you're just saying, yeah, okay. It is the best thing to be a sheep. He provides for you. He, he takes care of you. He lays at the gate of your life. He speaks your identity. He speaks life into you. It is the best thing to be the sheep, not the goat. And you say, bah. So here's what I want to do as we conclude here. Of course, one of the greatest sheep verses of all time is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. But I want to, I put it up in line, line by line, and we are going to confess these over ourselves together there's a power in speaking out the word and you're joining with the king of kings the good shepherd in speaking things over your life now i put it all on the screen so you're going to read with me if you'll stand with me i pray pray a blessing over you when we're done everything in here is right out of psalm 23 except the first line which i added on my own it's not part of psalm 23 but the first line is simply i am a sheep so we're going to start there. Ready? I am a sheep. Now let's go. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Press pause. You lack nothing. Some of you confessed over your life this week, I don't have this, I don't have... You lack nothing. So if you confess that over yourself this week, and you're like, I don't have enough, I don't... Just do this and say, Lord, forgive me. I lack Let's move on. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. Press pause there. If you need your soul refreshed today, take a deep breath with me. Oh, refresh. He refreshes my soul. Your soul is being refreshed even as you confess this as the sheep, as the follower. Ready? Let's move on. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Press pause. I don't know if I made the right decision or not. If you will be a follower, you made the right decision. You, you led me along the right path by faith. Like that's as, that's as simple as it is. I got these two options. I don't know which one. I feel like this is what the Lord's leading me. Then do that. That's what faith is. I'm going to do it because that's what I believe. If it's wrong, he'll, of course, correct you. He leads you along right paths. Let's move on. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Press pause there. You have all that you need. In fact, it's pouring out all over your life. Your cup overflows, church. It's overflowing. It's overflowing. Yeah, but I feel like I want the blue. It's overflowing. Follow the shepherd. 
He's got more blue flowers than you know what to do with. Surely, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Press pause. Some of you have confessed that, oh, everything bad seems to happen around me. It all seems like bad, like my life seems to just fail every time. Lord, I apologize for being a goat and confessing something dumb. What's following you? Goodness and love following you all the days of your life. You're still alive. Goodness and love's following you. Confess that. You're the sheep. The shepherd's saying this to you. Let's move on. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Guess where the house is? In his court. Enter through thanksgiving to you there. You are a sheep. And it's the best thing you could possibly be. He's got to figure it out. You follow him. When it makes sense, when it doesn't make sense, when it seems tough, when it seems easy, like, follow, follow, follow. Following the leader, the leader. Be the greatest follower this world has ever seen. Err on the side of faith like, like no one ever has. You get it wrong? I'm, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm going to follow you. Because he'll lead you to repentance too when you get it wrong. That's the beauty of it. So put your hands out, Father. I pray a blessing on this, on this body of Christ, on this representation, on the, the followers, the sheep of your pasture. Lord, fill them with your Holy Spirit. Lord, may we rise up to be the ones who trust you and the first sheep to run after the good shepherd and the whole herd follows. Thank you that you are more than enough. You've provided everything we need. We follow you with all of our heart. So I pray that blessing on each one here. By the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving for you this week. Um, if you need prayer for any reason, we got some, some folks up here that would love to stand and pray with you. Otherwise, enjoy this beautiful, sunny day. It's a good day to go put your Christmas lights up before the rain comes. Make it happen. All right. We hope you enjoyed this week's sermon. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or if you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit our website at wnla.church.